1: back with more of sabers live presented by seneca resorts and casinos nothing else comes close (sighs) i talk too much you know that
0: we all do we all do Do it's not a bad thing say you know what it is
1: it is when you're trending in the direction that i am which i feel like i'm at your level or even higher like I'm worried right now, if they were doing a word count on the show, that I'd be winning on a daily basis. That's problematic for me. Winning, in quotations, because that would mean losing. But I think what I'm really fearful of is that when we end at one today, I'm not done. Oh, no? I'm No, I'm going to be over at Imperial Pizza tonight with Pat Moran on the Talking Buffalo podcast, which will be live at 8 o'clock for those in person and streaming, so... Why don't you just like guide us through the rest of the show? I'm just going to like sit in the back and think of what I would love.
0: I actually, I love Imperial pizza. I remember <laughs> I was there. Yes. I was there when John oh. Tavares had the bad injury against the Montreal Canadians in the bubble in the playoff. I was watching the game at Imperial oh, pizza yeah, yeah. outside on the patio. They got the great TVs out mm. there. And mm-hmm. then that happened. And I was like, Oh, this is bad. This yeah. is really bad. And then oh, that was
1: awful to think of that moment. My goodness, there, there have been Corey
0: Perry's knee to John Tavares' yeah. head as he's trying to avoid him, and then oh, you go to social media and everybody's saying Corey Perry is a dirty, you know, player. And I'm thinking like, okay, I get that Corey Perry may have earned a reputation of some sort, but not in that play. Like mm. he wasn't trying to kneel a guy in the head, like. But anyway, I also remember the pizza was fantastic. So
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you take the good memories, and obviously we're we're gonna have a great time tonight, and I'm looking forward to it. So hope to see you uh, after seven uh, at Imperial Pizza in South Buffalo. Obviously,
0: Chris is saying he loves. He would love that the Sabers would. I, I would love the Sabers to have a one A and one B goalie tandem. Levi being one of the two. Again, uh-huh. it comes back to our goalie conversation, right? Like yeah, yeah. how do you, maybe it's a one, a one, B one C like, and I don't, I don't like to phrase it that way. Again, I don't want the Sabres to have three goaltenders this year on the roster, but with Rochester down the road and the ability to have call-ups and have it easily happening, you play a Friday, Sunday game in Rochester, you have a Tuesday game in Buffalo. You can give that game to a, a goalie that's game ready. Um, you know, it's just it's it's a matter of who's going to step up in training camp again. So then, I would love for the Sabres to start training camp now, so we could have those questions answered and know by uh, you know in a couple of weeks.
1: Teams that are interested, and I don't know how many of those there are, but teams that are interested in Matt Dumba would love for him to regain his old form. Wonderful piece by Travis Yost on TSN.ca. <sighs> uh this day chronicling what has been you know statistically and presumably i test as well uh yeah. a, a, a d- decline in dumba's game which has now left him in this position where we're a couple of weeks into free agency and there doesn't appear to be like a massive interest there's no question he's going to get a deal and he'll play but it would appear based on Travis's research and, and other means that the evaluation of Dumba is what have injuries done to impact his game? What can he still deliver and what is the right market price? We were talking about Spencer Knight right before the break. We discussed probably just off air the other day, but with Knight hopefully coming back to the Panthers. They already signed Stolarz as their backup. Yeah. What does Florida look to do in the future after maximizing a great Bobrovsky run this year to a Stanley cup final berth? There's still time left multiple years on his deal. Will Spencer Knight become the Panthers number one before the end of the current Bob contract? Is there a ripple effect in any way here in the goaltending world? If Spencer Knight returns to the projected form. And then that got me looking at goaltending around the league. And I thought, should Chicago go out and sign a goaltender? Like, are they still in tank mode for one more year to have an elite running mate with Bedard? Because right now the tandem is Morazic on the final year of his deal. And Soderblom, who we saw play in Buffalo, right? Yeah, but so, yeah
0: I like Soderblom. And I like Jackson Stauber, who's yeah. Rob Stauber's son, who got mm-hmm. some games last year. Are they the answer? No. Is is Peter Morazic the answer? No. But you they've year got early. like
1: they've got eight million in dead cap right now.
0: Well, who do you go and get?
1: No, no, no. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They could they not? Should they not? If they do think that they're imminently going to turn this. Why wouldn't they go get Hellebuck? And then when the eight million in dead cap comes off the books next year, they've got the freedom to do it with the extension. You know what I mean? Hellebuck
0: at eight and a half million, are somewhat reported, like even up to nine. Yeah, in in four years after plus you've got almost
1: four million of Mrazic coming off to make room for it. You know what I mean? Chicago
0: could make it happen. I, I, I I think Chicago could make it happen, but also what Chicago could do is say. We don't need to trade for Connor Halibut right now. He's a UFA at the end of the year, and there's going to be some movement the goalie market at some point. Maybe we look for. Oh no. Or our guy at the trade deadline. I mean, we could look fine at the draft next year. Like there's no darn spalding like Wi-Fi. I thought I had it all figured out today. I rebooted my whole system and then it happens at 1241 Duffer. Let's mark <laughs> that. 1241. I got to call in. But anyway, okay. like I wouldn't do it if I'm Chicago. I don't see their urgency to give up pieces to acquire a Connor Hellebuck, right? You can do it in the summertime. You can look for other options. I mean, there's still some uncertainty right now when Mm -hmm. it comes to what is Jeremy Swayman going to get in arbitration? What's Ilya Samsonov going to get in arbitration? Mm -hmm. Where is Spencer Knight? Like if I'm Chicago, maybe as a, I I don't want to call it a short-term situation, But maybe in a year from now, I call Florida and I say, hey, if you retain, I'll take the last two years of Sergei Bobrovsky. I'll do it. Right. Because Mm -hmm. then it gives them a goalie that maybe would play good under that type of pressure. And you can continue to develop somebody in the waiting. Like maybe it's a Surturblom, maybe it's a a Jackson Stauber. Like Mm -hmm. you can continue to do that. Um, I wouldn't do Connor Hellebuck right now. If I'm Chicago, I'm not doing that right now.
1: Well, the buzz phrase, one of them um, in sports right now, is the window, right? Mm -hmm. So I think the reason I prompt you with this idea is because many notable first overall picks have not really been on a team that comes out of the block super strong in year one of their career.
0: And what has been the issue with most of them?
1: In fact, prior to this year when Pittsburgh missed, the only other time Crosby missed was year one. We all know it took Connor McDavid a little bit too. I mean, it's been a different, it's been a wild ride in Edmonton for sure. But if we're looking at it from a window standpoint, and if Bedard is whatever great level Bedard is and is going to be, like, why waste one of his 16 years? Just Get the goalie now, go all in, be great. And don't miss, don't miss a window of opportunity.
0: So, I mean, you could say that from Connor McDavid with what was in Edmonton. They tried Mm -hmm. Cam Talbot. They tried Mike Smith, Miko Koskinen. They tried Jack Campbell and now Stuart Skinner. They've never really found that guy. Uh, In Toronto with Austin Matthews, right? They had Freddie Anderson. They decided to walk away from Freddie Anderson. I think it was the best goalie option they were going to get. Yeah. And maybe the injuries maybe. played a role. Yeah. And then they went to Jack Campbell and injuries played a role. And then they went to um Ilya Samsonov and it's still eh, is up in the air if he's the guy or not. But um mm-hmm. I I think a lot of teams make mistakes on goaltenders, but that's why you gotta think ahead. You can't think, oh great, we won the lottery, we have a number one like superstar player. Let's start developing a goalie now. That wheel should have been in motion three years ago, four years ago, right? The Sabres should be in thinking goalie development mode now. I know Devin Levi, probably in Buffalo or hopefully in Buffalo, but who's the next guy? Who's the next guy that in five years from now will be your goalie to come up to Buffalo? You always have to have that because it starts inside your organization. So if Chicago doesn't have a development plan with their goaltender, they're screwed. They're screwed. Like maybe they get a year or two of good goaltending through a Bobrovsky or a Hellebuck or something. But then after that, they're in trouble.
1: Yeah. Well, Chicago is a destination place though, league wide, and it shouldn't be hard to find the right goaltender moving forward. One wouldn't, wouldn't think and based on... on
0: Matt Dumbo, because I yes. want to answer the first one. Yeah. I feel like there's, did a... you ever if... answer
1: Owen power yesterday? Did
0: Not answer Owen power yesterday. So we'll get to that uh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Matt Dumbo, I feel there's a domino effect thing here, and I have read a couple of pieces where Sharks and Matt Dumbo may be interested, maybe a good fit. But there's an Eric Carlson domino piece that needs to be figured out. So once maybe Carlson gets figured out, maybe it's a Dumbo that falls into San Jose and gets himself a nice place to uh, and a nice fit with the San Jose Sharks. So I think they may be that type of uh, domino effect situation going on with Dumbo right now.
1: Well, that's an ultimate this or that, obviously uh, for Carlson, as far as which team is going to be the best suitor for him. We can address that when we come back. Also a reminder at this point in time, because the Sabres season will begin on October 12th, that uh, half season packs are available right now. So we encourage you to get after that half season memberships, 22 game plans, and uh, looking forward to you Seeing that's, us and vice that's versa. That's
0: times they can come and say hi to us, Duffer. That's That's pretty exactly
1: good. what I was thinking. And uh, all available i don't know if that's part of the tagline or whether your photo is positioned on the website when they click on sabers.com slash memberships but uh, hopefully that is in fact the case and on awesome. we'll the msg sphere
0: that's what they put on uh, the tickets
1: yeah we're back after this with this or that's on sabers live
0: odyssey celebrates mother's day brought to you by t-mobile you can count on t-mobile to help you stay connected on america's largest 5g network